Today's My Thoughts Monday is brought to you by Gym Aware, the leading tool when measuring performance in the weight room. Guys, VBT is all the craze right now. It's a hot, sexy topic, although it's something that's been around for a while. And the man who wrote the book on velocity-based training, Brian Mann, has called the Gym Aware the Rolls Royce when it comes to velocity measuring devices. Guys, the ability for you to shoot all your information right up into the cloud and store it right away is enough for, for me right there to, to make sure that this is something that I had in my weight room. Putting things together with instant feedback as to how the reps are being performed. On top of that, with the x-axis correction, so you don't have to necessarily worry about direct positioning when you're performing the exercises. Tying that in with the visualization of everything and the ability to allow the athletes to compete. Make this an absolutely stellar tool and something I couldn't recommend you having in your weight room enough. Hop on over to kinetic.com.au today and see everything that they have to offer. Hey everybody, if you enjoy the podcast and the content that it provides, make sure you hop over and check out the all new Strength Coach Network. The Strength Coach Network is a combination of the CVA SPS community and the Rugby Strength Coach community, bringing you what is sure to be the internet's leading resource for continuing education for strength and conditioning professionals. Combining these two resources has allowed us to bring some of the best content from some of the best minds in the world together for your one-stop shop to better improve the continuing education for not just yourself, but your entire staff. Bringing together all of the lectures from the Rugby Strength Coach community, along with the lectures exclusively done for the Central Virginia Sport Performance community, and all the lectures performed at the Central Virginia Sport Performance Seminar make this an absolute must for performance coaches around the world. The world-class lectures at the Strength Coach Network are not all that you'll see as well. The discussion in the forums and the support and the career guidance from some of the top practitioners in the world, from people all over the world, makes this an absolute must and a great place for you to network, learn, and grow as a performance professional. So hop on over to strengthcoachnetwork.com and use the code CVASPS, that's C-V-A-S-P-S, to get your 48-hour trial for only a dollar. We're sure you're going to find great value in the Strength Coach Network and are really excited to have you involved. So hop on over to strengthcoachnetwork.com and use the code CVASPS to check it out today. Hey everybody, this is Chris McCormick. I'm the head strength and conditioning coach for Olympic sports at Florida Atlantic University. Uh, for this edition of My Thoughts Monday, uh, wanted to talk a little bit about some of the Twitter debates that have been going on and some of the bigger issues, I think, of strength and conditioning that have been recently happening and how all those things kind of tie together. Uh, I've had some discussions with Jay DeMeo and um, obviously his website and a lot of things he puts out. Uh, but last week I was tagged in a, a Twitter debate about certain percentages to develop maximal strength and how certain percentages at certain velocities and all these different things do not develop any maximal strength so just so happened someone tagged me in it and decided to discuss about the 1 by 20 system which as many people that listen to this know that Jay uses and several of the people that have been on the podcast and that have wrote on his website the biggest thing that after seeing about 30 notifications on my Twitter and people going back and forth is people arguing about how to develop maximal strength and I think there's a lot of ways to do it but we're having these arguments on Twitter about how to best develop a quality that I think is one of the easiest qualities to develop and when I kind of talk about the bigger issues in strength and conditioning uh, 
I'm talking more about we're focusing on these conversations and who is right more than some of the bigger issues that we've had and some of the struggles our field is having right now with issues of tragedies and certain things like that and not talking more about those things and having solutions. Because in strength and conditioning, I think it's very easy when people have talked about the different methods you use and everything like that. It, it's not what so much you like, it's so much of what you're getting results for. And in these arguments about how to develop maximal strength, you know, I have data to support the methods that I've used. And I've gotten my methods from several people and several resources, and I use several methods and several resources. Um, on to build certain qualities but it's not just about those qualities it's also the culture that you're going to have and I think when I say culture I'm saying as someone that's coming from one school and now at Florida Atlantic for almost four months a lot of the methods I used at my previous school I still use here at Florida Atlantic but how I deliver those things might be a little bit different because the cultures are different the school is almost 10 times the size of where I came from I live in South Florida. It's totally different than the school I was at, which was a, a small, private, religious-based school. Uh, the demographic um, and some of the talent and the type of athlete is totally different. So the, the tools that I, I use with my athletes is totally different. So it might be in a different way to develop maximal strength. Um, but when I say the culture also is, there's a lot of methods I use that if you just were to look at it with a grain of salt and from an outsider's perspective might look too easy or not enough, which is one of the battles we have with sports coaches. And I think that kind of ties into the issues that we've had in strength and conditioning of the oversight and who are we truly answering to because we need to make our sports coaches happy. We need to get results. Um, but what is the balance between those two things? And I think that is a tremendous issue now in our field of how we're going to do that but if we continue to argue about maximal strength and what percentage is best to develop it um, I think we're going down the wrong lane and I think overall with, with general strength it's one of those things that it's very easy to build and it's general that's what it is I'm more concerned about specific strength and how we can transfer some athletes that is general and doing squats and bench and all these things but if we're going to argue especially on a medium like Twitter where you so many characters instead of the things that are actually transferring for athletes to get better I think uh, we're missing the forest with the trees and you know a lot of the the people have talked also on Jay's podcast like Jeff Moyer and Jay himself and Joseph Johnson a lot of these people are going to talk about Dr. Yassis and Dr. Wunderchuk and the specific methods that they use that truly transfer in their eyes if it's biomechanically um, or whatnot so to take things out of context of why certain people lift certain ways, especially Dr. B, uh, there's a rhyme and reason to the entire program to which they're doing, which I think most strength coaches now, they take the small piece of their puzzle and think it's the whole thing. And when in fact we are just a small piece, but A, do you have the results to back what you're doing if you're going to argue about it? And B, is it going to fit your culture? Because there's, like I said, there's plenty of methods that may not work for X sport versus another sport. And how are you going to get the best results psychologically with along with the physical? And I think with the issues that we now we have had, um, especially for me, language is a huge thing. And how we're preaching these things and how we're communicating these things, not only to our sports coaches and our athletes, but also our administrators. 
we have a relative new AD at our school. Um, I've sat down with him and, our, and a lot of our executive ADs and really talked to them um, in formalizing what strength conditioning is and not let them have their own uh, ideas or know-how of what they think it is. Um, the handbook I have for my staff, all the regulations I have for our athletes, um, our processes of how we do things, how we define things like strength, speed, um, stamina, I have definitions for those things because I think, quite frankly, we've done a bad job in strength and conditioning of communicating how we want to be perceived because there's many people in our field now that are complaining about how we're perceived and they don't want to look a certain way, especially people that have been in the field for a really long time. But have we all done a good job of communicating those things to those that we want to be seen as? And I think that's the communication process and using language that they can truly understand and not throw out our terms just as much as we wouldn't say certain terms to an athlete to hope that we're cueing them into what we want them to do. I think it goes both ways. So I think these arguments in the whole, it all ties together because um, we can't play victim all the time. Um, but we also have to figure out what we're really arguing about because there are a lot of methods that I've worked over a lot of years and there's a lot of people in this field that have been around a really long time that know what they're doing and there's methods that work and we know they work but we're still continuing to argue about these simple things when in fact we have bigger issues to which we should be working together to, to develop and in the end does it really matter because we all know we've, we've developed general strength in a lot of athletes and we have those weight room warriors and we have those people that wonderful in the weight room and super strong and can't play a lick in their sport and we got those people that are allergic to the weight room and they're the All-Americans and our ability to keep them on the court the field, the pitch, whatever it is so they can play their sport is the number one thing but when we start taking our puzzle and the small part that we are in that puzzle and taking that piece and thinking it's going to blanket over everything else, I think that's where we're going wrong and really knowing our place what can we do not only physically but psychologically and personally to help the technical and tactical stuff that they have and when we find that I think the answers become easier and then we won't argue over these things because until we stop arguing about these things and focus on the real needs of our athletes what our coaches want the buy-in from them since they dictate a lot of our things um, we're not going to move forward as a field and that's just someone um, that's only been in the field six seven years and being young being from a director's perspective at multiple schools um, and being blessed in those positions, seeing it now from bird's eye view of it's not just about one thing and our piece or just the tools that we have. I see it almost like playing poker is you got to have good cards or good tools or good methods to get our athletes better, but it's when you play those cards, when you use those tools, that's going to get us the long-term benefit and that's where the knowledge in our field is really needed and really prominent right now because there's a lot of ways to do things. But when you do those things and how you do those things and for what population you do those things, I think is the most important thing. And it could be anything. It could be from Dr. Yeses, Franz Bosch, all these highly debated topics. It's not about so much of how much you use them, but also when you use them and for what type of athlete and what team you use them so you get the best result holistically, I think, in the long run. So um, I'm, I'm excited to see where the field's going, and I'm excited to see where these discussions are going to go. 
especially um, with Kier and, and Jay's website, uh, the forum, the Strength Coach Network. There's a lot of great questions and a, a lot of great topics and a lot of great debates that are going on there right now. Um, so if you have enjoyed it, yeah, I, I think it's something really good to do because the conversations that are on that website I've seen so far is what we need to have and how we're all going to get better. Um, so I appreciate the time and um, look forward to these things, especially on social media going forward.